1: Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet rope. Let's just get right into it today because we are joined with one and only Miss Deshawn Snow. How are you?
0: I'm great. How are you?
1: Good. What are you up to today?
0: Uh, today I'm just running errands and you know, take care of business. <laughs>
1: Tell me about it. And you, you're in Atlanta, right? Am I, you know, you just never know. Everyone's in a different place these days. Yeah,
0: I'm still based in Atlanta, so I'm still here. And I go, you know, I travel to Dallas and L.A. sometimes.
1: Wow, so you're busy, right?
0: Yeah, I'm keeping busy these days.
1: Well... I want to talk about everything that you're up to now. You have, so many, you have so many careers and you've done so many things. But here's what I like to say. The second and third time you come on, we don't need to go back. But how can we talk about the present and all that you have going on without going back? So we'll start at the beginning okay. and we'll come to our present. Wow. So when I say beginning, I mean true beginning as in where are you from?
0: Detroit, Michigan.
1: Ah, when people hear that, do they ask you if you knew Madonna?
0: <laughs> no, I, I, no, they don't ask me that. <laughs>
1: Is that just because I'm obsessed with Madonna and that's where my mind goes?
0: I think maybe so.
1: <laughs> so how was, how was Detroit? Like how was growing up in Detroit? Like what type of childhood did you have?
0: So growing up in Detroit, I my parents were divorced, but my father was in my life and um you know, I was a typical teenager. Actually, I had low self-esteem, so I was a little bit wild. I was always very smart. I knew going off to college was my way out. So um so I always kept the books together, but you know, I was a little bit kind of out there. So when that's why I did that foundation helping teenage girls because I can so resonate with them. But I have I'm the oldest. I have three sisters, three additional sisters and um You know, I was just a fun-loving person, always had a, you know, big personality, always had this smile. I was talking with a friend uh, the other day from high school, and he was like, you know, you always had that smile. You were always smiling for no reason. And I guess that's just who I was.
1: When you say out there, because I, I mean, I had, you know, I didn't have a fun childhood myself, but I like buried myself in the books. Or when you, I mean, you were smart, but when you say out there, you mean like you were out there, like you went out and you partied and you were like a wild teenager.
0: Yeah, but, but. But not too wild. I mean, you know, certainly other people doing way worse than me. But I certainly, you know, uh, you know, had the different boyfriends, always looking for love in the wrong places and things like that.
1: I get it. It's part of being young, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, by the time I got to college, I had pretty much done everything, so the party scene wasn't really that big of a deal.
1: That's like you got it out of... See, I was the opposite. I buried myself in the books in high school and college, and then I went to law school. And then when I moved to New York after law school, I was like, I could care less about my career. All I want to do is go out 24 hours a day. (laughs) So, like, you got it out of your system when you were young.
0: I kind of got it out of my system when I was young.
1: And then you went to Michigan State...
0: Yep. I went to Michigan State. That was about an hour away. So it wasn't too far. It wasn't too close, but it wasn't too far away. Um, And, you know, I have family members that went to Michigan or Michigan State. University of Michigan is the rivalry. So some of the family went to U of M. I went to state. State. And um, yeah, so I was there for, you know, 91 through 95.
1: Wow. And then you graduated. And when did you then move to Atlanta? Like, was that when you met your husband or you moved to Atlanta on your own?
0: No, Eric and I actually met freshman year in college. Oh, wow. I was from Michigan. He was from Ohio. And so um, I didn't, we didn't come to Atlanta until later on. So after college, he went to Seattle. And so about a year, within a year, I moved out there. Uh, we ultimately decided to pick Atlanta as a place back in maybe 2001, 2002. So we would normally stay here in the off season. But I started living here full time in 2007.
1: The life of a professional basketball player, right?
0: Yeah, we moved around. Um, he was on several teams, and, but we always had a home base. So first the home base was in Michigan, then it was Georgia.
1: And like, you know, no disrespect to him, but, you know, as a self-respecting gay man who, you know, watches Housewives, I, you know, Eric Snow, professional basketball player, it didn't mean anything to me, but I'm <laughs> sure it means something to lots of people out there that are going to tell me I'm insane right now. <laughs> And he won NBA three the, the NBA. He was in the NBA finals three times, so that's kind of you know a big deal.
0: Yeah, it was an ex- exciting time. Uh. <laughs>
1: were you were you ever approached back in the day for the show Basketball Wives?
0: No, nope. I know Shani, but you know I was never approached for it.
1: Just you know that show became something.
0: I know. It's a big See,
1: thing. this is where my mind goes. Well. <laughs> Let's speak about you and reality TV. So, 2008, we have this little show called The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. Which listen, you are a part of that legacy. You 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 are there. Did you watch like any reality TV before you got involved?
0: Well, we like- were already fans of the Orange County series. So, actually my ex-husband and I we used to watch the Orange County. So when, um, but I think, I don't know if I'm, I can't really remember. I think when it was pitched, it wasn't pitched as like Real Housewives of Atlanta.
1: That's the story I think with most Housewives after the OC. Like you thought yeah. you were just gonna, so you thought you were, you thought it was like a show about women, but you didn't necessarily know it was like a Housewives yeah. franchise. If
0: I remember correctly. I don't think that, yeah, I don't think that was it. Maybe, I don't remember. <laughs> that
1: makes sense. So you guys used to sit there and watch the OC Housewives. Yeah, we did. yep. Did you have a favorite back in the day?
0: Um, I don't know that I had a favorite, but I know it was entertaining.
1: It was entertaining. So did you know what you were getting involved in when you signed up for this show?
0: Not really. I mean, you know, at the time I had my own real estate company. I had my foundation, which I had had for several years. You know, these were things I were already doing that just because of the show. And so, my initial thought and my ex initial thought was it'd be great exposure for what we were doing, for what I was doing. So, um, I was excited, you know, he was telling me, now, you know, perception is reality. So you have to, you know, be careful, blah, blah, blah. And so, but we still went in and, uh, you know, I was excited about the opportunity.
1: I mean like, right. You know, like certain careers may not translate well, but certainly like real estate and a foundation, like it's a great platform.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, and we had already, you know, because I was with them for all that, those years, and we were used to doing, you know, things with the camera and everything, so it wasn't a big deal. Um, It was exciting. It was an exciting opportunity.
1: So you had reservations in the sense of, like, you know, this could be great or it could go a different way?
0: I thought it would be a great opportunity. I thought it was going to be great exposure for what I was doing. We didn't really focus on that, though, but... (laughs)
1: Was- no we did not really focus on that <laughs> which we're going to get into and we're going to get into the foundation of because i want you to talk about that too did you know any of the women like did you know nini or kim
0: well nini i did. knew nini. So nini was the common thread Well, nini and i actually had a mutual uh, friend and so nini was the one that suggested me so i knew of sheree um i think I, I don't think i knew kim but i knew of the other ladies but we didn't like we weren't like hanging out or anything
1: it was really nini
0: yeah, and Nini, well, actually, in the beginning, we, when we first met, we had a, a common mutual friend because they were in property management. I think she and Greg were in property management. Right. For real estate. So we were, like, kind of in the same circles. So
1: that makes sense. So when you started filming, was it what you expected? You know, like, we all know what Real Housewives is today, but, like, when you started filming right away, were you, like, was it what you expected? Or were you, like, these women are crazy. What the hell is going on? Oh, my God.
0: So when I was filming, I thought it was kind of like I knew anything could go, right? I mean, I didn't really know the ladies. I was looking forward to getting to know them. Nene and I had a good relationship on and off camera. So she was the only one pretty much that I was always with or, you know, with, with as much. But, you know, we were just kind of going. It was interesting, but it wasn't anything that out of the ordinary or anything that took me by surprise.
1: There was nothing like, you know, when you guys were filming, were you like, wait, that person over there is totally different when they say you know when the scene is filming you know like listen I yeah. I know them all so I've heard stories like was there anyone that you're like god she's so nice but the minute that camera turns on I don't know who that is
0: not really but what I can say about Nini Nini was always the same on and off camera that's why I loved about her that's what everybody around me loved about her she was always the same so not everybody was like Nini <laughs> always the same
1: Like who in particular? I
0: don't know. I mean, I wasn't really, put it like this, I wasn't really around them when we weren't filming. Because, you know, it's not like we we just, we didn't hang out like that.
1: Right. It was really NeNe who you hung out with the most. Right. Well, you know, you remained, I feel like, you know, from watching the show, like you were level-headed, you know, you kind of stayed out of all of the drama,
0: I mean, it was just funny, you know, a lot of it was funny to me, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't know, like, I didn't have the drama anyways, like, all my drama happened when the camera stopped rolling, but I, you know, I didn't know, like, what it is today, like, even, I'm a fan of reality TV, and when I'm watching, and if someone's born, I'm, like, turning the channel, so I get it. But as you're honest, you know, I didn't know, like, oh, you got to tamp it up and all this stuff. So I was just being my, being me and just, you know, so I didn't and, catch that memo. No
1: well, I mean, that's good in a sense. Like, you are authentically you, you know what I mean? So that's good. And let's face it, I mean, which I always find interesting, like, in a way, like, how would you know? I mean, there were was, was reality TV back then, but it and certainly wasn't, right. Kinda,
0: like, set the tone, right? I don't think it was anything like that, even... Even went house Orange
1: County yeah and like New York but they were all in there but even if you look at like Orange County season one and two that's nothing like what we see today
0: yeah for sure
1: it was like you were just living your life and there the cameras were and it was a real reality show
0: right I mean I had like inherent drama but I was never really the cause of the drama
1: were you opinion. right because you just didn't have any of it going on at that point were you shocked at, like, some of the drama that then went on around you, like, when you guys were filming? Or there was really nothing when you were filming that shocked you? I
0: mean, the drama, I mean, I'm not, I'm certainly not, you know, I've, I've been around drama and all of that. So nothing really, it was funny. It was, a lot of it was really hilarious to me. <laughs> a lot of that stuff was hilarious. And was. Um, you wondered, like, was it, you know, played up for the cameras? And that? I, I don't know. But it was, like, kind of, like, a little bit over, you know. But it made for great TV.
1: It did. Could you tell that like Nini and Kim, like, look, look at how long, you know, listen, there's certain people that are just meant for reality TV and there's yes. others that just aren't, you know, could you tell like Nini and Kim, like we have all stars here, like these girls, this is their like calling.
0: For sure. I knew that about Nini because she had the biggest personality. So I knew she was going to be like the breakout star for sure. You did. Now, you know, um, I figured, I mean, I knew she had a lot going on. So, um, I don't know that I knew like I did for Nini, you know, but certainly they're, you know, it's well-deserved. And <laughs> you,
1: you could just tell, like, as you were filming, you're like, mm-hmm. she's the breakout star.
0: Yeah, for sure. Her personality was so funny.
1: She's, listen, Nini has given she, us. You
0: know, she just tells it like it is. And, you know, I mean, people love that.
1: People do love that. Look, she's had, she's given us some of our best moments oh, throughout right. all the years. Did it feel authentic to you in the sense that, like, were you left to just, like, okay, Deshaun, go go and do? Or was there, like, those producers, like, hey, Deshaun, like, maybe you should be mad at her. Maybe she's mad at you. Was it like that, where they were, like, egging you on for the drama? Wait, I have another question. Is there something that interferes with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals? For me, listen, I love being the host of the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast, but bringing... You guys, five shows a week, tracking down the top Bravo liberties to bring you new creative content every day. That causes me stress. It causes me anxiety. I'm not even gonna get into the lack of sleep or lack of a relationship. So I needed somewhere to turn. And for me, I turned to better help. I love better help because it's professional counseling right from the comfort of your own home. What they do is they match you with a licensed therapist
0: Not egging me on, but the producers were really good. I remember Carlos was one of my producers and he was awesome. So he would give me direction and stuff like that. But, you know, they never really try to stage anything, but he would give me insight and stuff like that. Yeah.
1: Which is their job. Yeah, yeah. So you film it, you're part of this, like, look, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Some people never get to experience. So the show comes out and now you watch it. Like, was it what you expected when you watched it? And from your point of view too, like the whole show or just your edit, or were you like, wait a minute, that is not exactly how I remember that.
0: It was a little bit of both. I mean, obviously they pick, you know, they're with you all day or how, you know, you know, the times they're with you, but obviously they don't show everything. So it's just like a snapshot in it and they pick the juiciest parts. So sometimes the way they edit it, make it seem like worse than what it was, but we know that that's what we signed up for. Like we were very clear and that's what we were signing up for.
1: Totally. So it's not like it came out and you were like,
0: Oh God. No, no. I mean, you know, I mean, they, I think the people that knew me from before knew, you know, that obviously I had substance and I'm not just about hiring people, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, it is what it is, but I mean, obviously I didn't know that they were going to take that angle.
1: Right. They always take an angle, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's true. So what about, listen, I have sat down with every person who used to be a housewife. I think we've had them all on the show. Okay. I will be the first to say, me, David Yontef, I have been fired from so many jobs. Sean, we don't even have time on this podcast to talk about the jobs that I have been fired from in my life. Okay. Now I'm running my own podcast and I can't be fired. So I let everyone have a moment, you know, but- I don't know why it's so hard for so many people to admit that they were not asked back, terminated, however you want to refer to it. So while you're here, the first season's over with, and then you weren't asked back, right?
0: Right. And so, I mean, I think that was the only time I was ever fired in my life. <laughs> so, I mean, they don't say like, you're fired. They just, uh, I think when, I, you know, they said I was too human for a circus show. I remember that quote or something. And basically it was telling me I wasn't going to be that. Um, they didn't renew my option which I was surprised because I was ready like second season I was like okay I get it like I was working I had my I have my um, children book series but at the time I don't think I had the books but I want you know I wanted that to be an animated series a merchandising line so I was like okay I know to do this so that by the time it air it's out and all this So I was like having a game plan and you know even with the season how it aired and you know my storyline and how they didn't really show all of me but I was like I'm ready I was looking forward to it, you know, I I didn't know.
1: (laughs) If you came back, would you have, like, you know, like you said, like you learned, would you have come back and said, okay, I'm going to bring the drama? Like, would you have brought it?
0: I don't know. I mean, I knew I was going to, I knew how to handle the business part of it. But in terms of the drama, like, you know I always joke with my friends and it's like well they didn't even ask me like to turn it up but I they probably didn't ask me because I don't know that I would have known how back then or you know that's just not who I was I mean obviously now life has changed and things like that um and I see all the comments people are like oh we should see her now what's she doing now and my sisters are already saying that they could see you now you'd probably be a hit but so things have changed but that just wasn't you know what my life was about. I wasn't about the drama and I'm totally. not now, but I get it. I guess I didn't get it then.
1: <laughs> right. Well, again, like, you know, we're now like 15 years yeah. into Housewives. And look at all of the other reality shows that we have. Yeah. You exactly. know, Love is Blind and Love After Lockup. Like, mm-hmm. this was not 90 Day Fiance. Like, we've come far, I guess, if that's the right word.
0: Absolutely. There's so many different types of shows.
1: Well, Deshaun, you are ahead of 98% of the people that sit with me because at least you admit that you weren't asked back. So I think that is...
0: Wait, do the other ones don't admit that?
1: A lot don't.
0: Oh. Uh, I mean, I guess because it was so public, how can I, like, deny it?
1: <laughs> yeah. The, well, that's how I feel. You know what it is? Bravo now lets you put out a statement or they put out a statement. Point. Oh. So I think it's grayer lines now, but really, you can read between the lines. I,
0: oh, back then, they didn't put out a statement? Wasn't it put out a statement that was? Or no, maybe not, huh?
1: It was, but now like the person makes their own statement. Listen, they're all very vague statements, and the bottom line is it's like, okay, you got fired, which is okay. We all get fired from things.
0: Things happen for a reason. Um, what well, I was going to say, they... Um, I lost my train of mind.
1: About not being asked back.
0: Well, ask. I can't remember. I was gonna say something about that, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, no, they didn't. I didn't. You know, it was a conversation. It wasn't. I forget how it all went, but I know that I was. Oh, that's what I was gonna say. A lot of people, you know, when you know, on social media, when messaging me and all this stuff, a lot of people assumed that I just didn't come back. Like it was like I didn't want to be a part of it anymore, and you know girl I'm glad you left and this and that you weren't this and you weren't that so and I'm always quick to tell them, no I didn't just leave they I didn't I wasn't asked back so I'm not going to sit up here and act like oh no I didn't come back I would have definitely you know went back so I didn't feel that type of way like oh I left cause I didn't want to be a part of it that's not true
1: that makes sense did you get how did you not get back like it was a conversation because now it more or less it's not always a conversation you just don't hear you hear I, like your castmates. I, I
0: do remember a conversation with one of the producers something about the circus show and all that but I don't I don't really remember like all the details of it but I'm sure it was I think it was a conversation
1: well also like you have the distinction of being the first housewife to ever be let go so <laughs> Don't you at least want to be the first if it's going to happen?
0: You know, I have no regrets. I don't feel any type of way, you know, because actually, I'm glad it happened. Because as you know, when the, when I left the show, then my life just totally changed. I don't know, even though like now I'm a life coach and that's what I share and help others, but I don't know that I would have wanted to go through all that on camera. So it all worked out for me. I have no regrets. <laughs>
1: Well, right. Speaking of then what happened next, you know, you're right. There then was some drama in your life. Well, first of all, it's good that you're over it because I know it sounds crazy. There are people now they were on longer than a season, but not always. And they, you know, 10, 15 years later are still holding on to that. And talking no, about it. I'm grateful
0: for that opportunity. It opened up many doors for me. So I, I I have nothing but positive things about Bravo and the Real Housewives of Atlanta.
1: Were you shocked when you weren't asked back, though?
0: I was not... Sh- I was like, oh, okay. You know, because I've never been... Like, you know, like you said, like, I always had my own stuff and did my own things, worked for myself. So I was like, oh, okay. So I felt a little type of way. Yeah, of course.
1: But in a way, like... <laughs> What is that saying? It's kind of like what you just referred to with the circus. Like it's basically like saying to Sean, like you were too normal. You were too happy. You were too calm. Like those are not really bad. you, you handled yourself. Well, you are role, you are a role model to young women. Like that's kind of what it's saying.
0: Yeah. I mean, but I also get it, you know, like now, I mean, I don't hardly, I don't even watch it. I mean, I know they're always playing the replays and stuff. So I can always tell cause my mentions go up and I get more followers when they're playing it over the replays, but, um,
1: the wait is over. That's right. A season five of the Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu.
0: This summer, the world must answer one question. Why has no one made a popsicle that gets you high yet? That's right, it's summer, and it's time for you to get your hands on America's new favorite product, Danksicles. 20 milligrams of THC in two great flavors, the latest and greatest innovation from IndaCloud. Head over to indocloud.co spring24. That's co. com, to snag 30% off your first order. You know, I mean, I, I just didn't have a clue. I was on that reunion. I mean, you know, especially reunions nowadays, I'm just sitting there and not saying anything. I know, you know, I get it.
1: Did you watch it like the very next season after you weren't on it?
0: No, but I started back watching it maybe um, two or three seasons later.
1: You needed, like, a minute off.
0: I needed a minute.
1: (laughs) So, well, that's understandable. So, like you said, like, right after this, you are living your life. And then, yeah, like, basically, you go through, like, you know, a pretty public divorce. I mean,
0: right over. Well, yeah, kind of. I mean, 2010 is when he filed. And so, I think the show aired in 2008, 2009, I don't know. So, yeah, yep, yep, that happened.
1: So, I mean, listen, there's a lot of divorce in my family, so no shame. But, you know, were you ever like, well, I mean, you were going through this. So I imagine that's the biggest thing going on in your life. You're not thinking of being on TV, but was any part of you ever like, I guess you just said you're happy it wasn't on TV. Like, hey, producers, like you thought I was too normal. You thought there was no drama. Well, guess what's happening now?
0: Not at all. I'm trying to catch my breath and all that other stuff. So I'm not even thinking about the show or anything like that.
1: Did you hear from any producers like, Oh, Deshaun, you, you got this going on now. Maybe we made a mistake. Nothing like that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Listen, this is just where my sick mind goes.
0: (laughs) I think, you know, I don't think, I don't think any producer would be like that They'll They know you are going through it and it's hard. I don't think they'll be like, I mean, I don't know what they do, but they didn't do that to me.
1: (laughs) They do a lot. (laughs)
0: <laughs> they didn't
1: me. what about you know because a lot of people like who i think a lot of like marriages end because of tv but not in a bad way like you know you, or the opposite your relationship strengthens like you watch yourself back when all of this was going on and when you watch the show back were you ever like oh now i see like did you see things like in your own marriage like by watching the show back
0: no Nope. And then, you know, you hear, you see all the things of reality curse and all the people that had divorced. I mean, I don't think that, I don't think that had anything to do with it because people knew he was, none of that, you know, I don't think that had a part part in it at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I just think if you're, I think a lot of things, I think in a way it's self-empowering. Like if you're a woman and you're on this show for years and you're making a certain amount of money and you were never happy anyway, now you can leave and I think if a marriage is meant to end, it will end, like.
0: You know, we had a happy, I was happy. Like, you know, when it ended, it it was, I wasn't, you know, I didn't know it was going to end. Like, you know, it was a surprise. Yeah. But, so, yeah, no, I didn't, uh, no, I didn't look back and see anything or anything.
1: Were you ever like, oh, God, you know, if, I mean, he was a public figure, but now you were too, like, were you ever like, oh God, if I wasn't on this show, this divorce and all that's going on, wouldn't be so public?
0: It might've still been public because he was a public figure. Yeah. But you know, that was, I was like, um, I mean, it is, you do have to have a certain grace to be able to deal with things publicly. I mean, just because everybody, uh, eyes are on you, but really you're not. At least me, I'm not focusing on that. Like I got too much real life stuff going on to be focusing about who knows and and then nobody was like, you know, do you feel shameful and all? No, I mean, just not like I raised my hand for this, but it is what it is. But I'm not focused on that outside noise. And I know right. everybody a lot of stuff to say, and half of the stuff, you know, they don't know it wasn't true. You know, the stuff that's printed and stuff is not all true anyway. So I couldn't, I couldn't worry about all that. You have to really be like laser focused.
1: Right, like I always feel like you know the media prints what they want to print and runs with it, and yes, is it ever. I
0: mean, usually they're they have a uh, they're they're usually on to something, but they never really have the facts straight.
1: That is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true for a lot of reasons.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're on to something, but not really. You know.
1: Did you get a lot of you know? hate and like dms just you know like everyone does like everyone in the public did you i imagine you got you know just that aspect of it but everybody does
0: I a lot of stuff i would i would never really read it um but you know my sisters and everybody would read it and they'd be arguing with people and i'm like why are you spending your energy on these people who don't even know me who just have an opinion but i never got caught up in i mean in the beginning but then I, i stopped because you know that, that wasn't doing anything for me.
1: baby. That's really good. Cause you know, I think it takes people years sometimes not to go down that rabbit hole of like reading the comments or cause look, let's face it. 90% of the comments are always going to be bad about everyone. That's why people go mm-hmm. to social media. So that's really good that you never kind of went down that rabbit hole of like, and yes, that's good advice to your sister because answering back will never end you'll never end. It'll go on for 10 years. If yeah. if if you answer someone, they will answer you back every single time.
0: Right, right, right.
1: So that's good that you never did that.
0: I mean, you know, again, we were already public figures, figures, so we we're used to that. I mean, maybe not toward me exactly, you know what I'm saying? But still, I know, you know, I know how to handle that.
1: Did you ever, I mean, I know it was only one season, it was a brief period of time, but you know, like being married to like, you know, a famous basketball player, you know, yes, he had his fans. Was there ever that time where people were coming up to you and he was like, what, you want a picture with her?
0: Yeah, or they knew him as Deshaun's husband. That was always fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... You
0: know, I had a, um, and then even other people, because sports is sports, but like you just said, you know, everybody's not into sports. So that opened up his fan base too.
1: Totally. It's kind of like Chris Samuels on Potomac. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Monique. Do you watch, so now you watch, you, you, you watch Atlanta. Of course. Did you know, or do you know, just because technically the person who replaced you was Candy. Like did you know Candy?
0: We knew of each other. I've never met personally met her. I've met her since, um, but not prior.
1: And like, were you ever an, were you ever an escape fan or like a fan of her music?
0: Of course. Of course. Yeah.
1: Do you know, like, the other girls, like, Cynthia, Portia, Kenya? I mean, Atlanta's not that big.
0: Yeah, I mean, we know of each other. I mean, Cynthia and uh, Portia, we, social media, you know, sent messages to one another. Um, A lot of us, um, some of us have the same, like, hairstyles and stuff, so we know each other through them. But never, um, you know, hung out or anything. And, you know, they've invited me to a couple things. And, uh, you know, and then another thing, because I will always see the comments, like, where is Deshaun? You know, when they would have, like, all the wives on the previous wives and I just maybe always used to reach out to me you know just after my divorce I was just like a hot mess and so I would always decline then I would even not even respond and she was like I'm so tired of you girls you know because I would never respond so it's never was that they weren't you know it was offers being extended to me um but I just couldn't get my stuff together
1: (laughs) I think what like offers from you mean like bravo like when they get everyone together
0: yeah you know how when they have like all the former wives or housewives would be on there at a party or something like that. Totally. Yeah. And they'd be like, where is Tisha?" I can see the comments. You know? And
1: Nini would always call you and be like, come to this event. We're filming or...
0: Yeah, she invited me to a lot of different things.
1: And you were just like, I have a lot going on in my life. I don't have time to go to a party right now.
0: I, I, just, I was just not in a good place. Um,
1: that makes sense. I mean, but... To me, you know, at least in the public eye, you know, I don't really know you, but, you know, you always, when this was happening and, like, you know, it was, this was falling apart and then you were getting over it, like, you always seem to handle yourself with a smile. And I'm not just saying this because you're sitting in front of me, but, like, you always, like, with grace, you never bitched, you were positive. Yes, I'm sure you were falling apart behind the scenes. Yeah. But
0: like, the, I had, the stuff I had to do, you know, like, because I know what people, people expect, you know, they gonna always... It's a staple. You're gonna always see me smiling because that's just really who I am. But like, days I don't feel like smiling, so then I just won't. You won't be seeing me because <laughs> then if you're not smiling, they're like, "Oh, what's wrong?" Whatever. But some stuff, you know, I had to go do. But I legit like stayed out of the public eye, like just so I can just figure my stuff out. Like I wasn't even. And and everybody was telling me I knew, you know, like because you know you gotta be relevant, you gotta be seen. You can't just fall back. I'm like, I wasn't thinking about all that. Like. <laughs> You know, I'm not thinking about that right now. So I know that was my bad, but it wasn't a priority to me.
1: Right, because most people do the opposite. Look, fame is like a drug. It's and like you have a- You be
0: relevant, you have to be out. You can't not be seen. You know what I'm saying? On a scene, you have to, you can't just like disappear.
1: <laughs> Who was telling you that?
0: Just people, close people, you know, in my circle and business people.
1: Right, Um, like, you have this platform, like, you got to keep it up.
0: mm -hmm. And And then, you you know, if you want to do other stuff, which I did. And even now, like, so now, I mean, so then eventually, you started seeing me back out. And then, um, so I have different show ideas and different things I've been pitching and everything. Like, I'm not against reality TV, you know? So I've been trying to do things behind the camera and in front of camera. Uh, Nothing yet, but, you know, it's meant to be.
1: If it was meant to be. And I mean, you probably needed that time to yourself.
0: I did. I did. And I'm a whole, I'm a completely different person. I'm not even the same. That's why I don't even watch the show, the old show, you know, my season. Because I'm not even that person anymore.
1: Right. You're totally. Well, you, like you said, you've been through a lot.
0: Yeah. And then, you know, like sometimes, and I always, like I tell my clients and my friends, like when, when you go through things, it's not really, like with me, yeah, it sucks it hurt right but it wasn't it was it's about what god needed to do to get my attention like he had to take everything from me to get my attention and then i had to like change humble myself and do all this inner work and so now i'm, I'm this different person i wouldn't be this person i am today if i hadn't went through anything you see what i'm saying so i look
1: 100 at
0: it, yeah so i looked at it that way you know what i'm saying okay let me learn from this let me put my pain you know, profit from my pain, put my pain to purpose and do something with it, right? It's so it wasn't about it was about I turned the inward. What do I what was my part in it? What did you know, what do I need to change and this and that. And so I'm grateful from that for that pruning.
1: I think I mean I'm kind of the same like I really truly believe, I mean I'm not really a religious person. No, there's nothing wrong with that. I just, I do believe everything happens for a reason, good or bad. If something bad happens, I'm, I don't play victim. I don't really understand that mentality. I mean, I just don't get it. It's like, yeah. this is happening for a reason and it's not how you fall. It's how you pick yourself up. I a hundred percent believe that.
0: That's right. And it doesn't even matter. Like when you're trying to, you ain't worrying about how and why and this and that, like it's, it's not already happened. So now you need to focus on now and going forward. And you can't move forward to be still stuck back there.
1: Totally. And, you know, like I mentioned all these like housewives that like are still talking about something 10 years ago or whatever, just in general, housewives or not, I am not, like, I never want to be that person that's like, you know, I was at the height of my life here and it was like 10 years ago. Like, no, like the height is like every year that you move forward. Like you might have made more money at some point or been more at affa- whatever, but it's it not how it works, but there are people, like, I, I, I just, I'm not into that. I'm like, you're, yeah. it happened for a reason. And like you said, like you can't rewind the time. It happened, so.
0: And that's, you, you make a good point because like, and so, well, you know, I know I'm very, you know, spiritual, whatever. Like God only goes from glory to glory. He's not gonna have me up here to drop me, to lead me down here, right? And to think that I could never have anything like that again is to, to say that my God is small, I mean, that's like saying that God can't do better. That wasn't God's best. Right. Obviously, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit up here and act like God can't do better than what he did. So I have to let go of all that. I call it stinking thinking or gremlins, you know what I mean? Because that's not serving me.
1: Totally. And, you know, like there's so many different ways to measure success. I think we as a society look towards A, money, B, fame. Those are two. But it doesn't really. It's not that simple in life. No,
0: and then, and I think the people that do measure themselves by that—that's how when you when they fall and then they break. Because like I was never defined it by it. I indulged in it, obviously. You know, I loved it, but yeah. it not define me. When I had to scale down and when I had to do things, I did it without hesitation because peace of mind was more important to me. And um, I've been saying this before. totally. The pastor say this like success is not how high you climb but it's how high you bounce when you hit the bottom so I'm all about that
1: (laughs) yeah I I see I'm not religious and yet we we have the same philosophies it's just I truly really hand to God believe all of that Mm -hmm. what about let's talk about so after all of this let's talk about your 2013 book Little Shawnee Little
0: Shawnee so that was that animated series I was talking about so it's three books it's a children's book series because you know I had the foundation helping teen girls. I did that for ten years. I no longer have that, and um, and I started thirteen to seventeen. But I was realizing that I needed to reach the girls at a little bit younger age. So the little shiny brand was for the tween girls, like seven to twelve years old. And it's loosely all of my projects are loosely based on me and my nickname is Shiny. So, wow. um so that's a cute little book series empowering, you know, messaging and all of that. And the goal for that brand is to have the book series, more books, not just the three, an animated series and a merchandising line.
1: So maybe, maybe that could be a TV series yeah, yeah. behind the camera.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been, we've been, I've had a couple of development deals that just never go anywhere.
1: <laughs> do you love the writing process? Like, do you love the process of being an author?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just a kid's book, but even with my book, Like we tried to put a, I had a literary agent and we were trying, they were trying to pitch me, but they kept pitching me. I am Christian, but they kept pitching me. They needed to pitch me secular and they were pitching me religious. And then, so they didn't want, you know, they did it wrong. But, but that's because at that time, that wasn't my story to tell. My story isn't what happened to me. My story is how I overcame it. So again, there again, when that wasn't picking up, you know, yeah. In the moment, you're kind of like, oh, but now I realized it because that wasn't my story. And so I didn't need to have a book about that. So no love lost there.
1: And you, the Deshaun Snow Foundation, that's no more at this point. No, I put
0: that in like 2016, I think, or 2017. And so that's another thing, because I was was feeling like, well, I can't help these girls. I can't even help myself. But really that's the trick of the enemy, because I was letting my ministry die, because the enemy will have you to isolate yourself and have you to believe all this stuff that's only in your head. Like when you're going through it, you need to be out in front. Of, you need to go through it in public, so to speak. Like everything I was doing, but that's just what I need to do to cope. But now I realize that I should've just pushed through and did it, you know? So maybe I can help others to do that. I didn't do it, but I learned that I should've. Cause that, people, cause you know, when you go through things, it's not about you, it's about somebody else. Cause everybody's not strong like you are. But right. see you, and they can see everything that gives them the encouragement to do it. You know what I mean? So it, I it, do. To kind of go through your stuff by yourself. Because it's not about you. It's about helping others. And God can't get his glory if you're at home with the doors closed.
1: That's true. I mean, I never really thought of it that way, but that's true. Yeah. Because there's are there are a lot of people that don't handle certain things well. I mean, that's why, like, for me, like, I mean the whole social media thing, I just am so, I get, I mean, listen, I live on social media 24 hours a day, but never in a billion years would I go on and like start bullying someone and you can bully me all day. It's, I don't care, but like, it's on, you know, like people don't handle it well. So like, that's kind of my cause. Mm
0: -hmm. Because they get their. a lot of times when they're not focused, whatever, they think that's their source. And so like, Oh no, they don't like, you know,
1: and it's not about them it's a hundred percent about the other person like whatever you're doing and succeeding at in life is causing an insecurity in someone else that has a hole in their
0: and then soul to about their own stuff that they're going through. you're absolutely right
1: but you know that's just so i i get it but i never thought about it like that what about did you think that your foundation was going to be a bigger part of the show i mean it was a part of it but it wasn't a huge part it, it was, was one scene, scene, basically.
0: And all that. And like, it was all, oh, that's so, you know, a lot of, some of that, I mean, it. it I, okay, it wasn't the end of, you know, I've, we have been, my my ex had a charity, then I have my charity, i been had it. So we've been philanthropic, we've been doing all this stuff. So it's not like it was just for the show. But yes, no, it was some, I saw something. Because they would film us doing it, they just didn't air it. Sometimes they would have clips on the, I think on the Bravo channel or YouTube or something. But um. Yes, I thought it was going to be more of uh, that, showing that. Because that's had I had programs in the Andrew and uh, Walter Young Family YMCA, and in some of the schools. I mean, I had programs, and you know, I was doing things with the girls, making an impact. I think we served over a thousand girls. Wow. three.
1: Unless there's some fight at a charity event.
0: Yeah, I get it now. I get it. So, so I'm just saying going into it, that's what I was thinking, but it's okay because then people still knew me and they could still look me up and still learn about it just because they didn't see it on the show. Right. They could still look, you know what I'm saying? So it was still exposure and you know, no love loss. I mean, I have no regrets still.
1: What about, cause you said you do watch this, like, you know, I mean you took a brief hiatus, but I mean, is there one thing or something that sticks out as like, just like you can't believe in some, there's some shocking things we've seen over the years on this show.
0: It's, all of it is shocking, but I know that now I, I know, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe people don't realize it's entertainment. It's, it's a show. It's, it's put together to entertain, you know what I'm saying? So it's not necessarily, it's a reality show, but it's put together to make you to entertain. Yeah. So It's not, you know, like, before, like, even on our season, I mean, it might, I'm sure, I know, it's probably completely different now, but with us, like, maybe they may put together a scene, you know, but what happened in the scene was organic. Like, you know, they'll say, oh, go cook with Lisa. Like, I wouldn't normally, like, call Lisa to teach me to cook, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, so they'll put that together, but, you know, what happens is organic. But now, I suspect it's a little bit more than just that it's a little bit more scripted maybe
1: i would think so
0: yeah but mm-hmm. it's entertaining for sure
1: what about as a viewer forget about you know having run into these girls or you know travel <laughs> in the same circles like as a viewer do you have like a favorite out of you know like the current you know candy cynthia Portia, kenya
0: i like come on i mean i can't say i do miss nini i mean nini was the show so i mean i still watch it but some like this season i'm just like you know it's not as good as the other seasons, but I still watch it. I'm, I'm here for all the reads and all the shade. I mean, it's funny. It's it's funny. I mean, I think everything that they're doing, you know, everybody's doing things off of the show and they're using the platform. So I think highly of each of the ladies, you know what I'm saying? I don't know them personally or have a you know personal relationship with them, but I, I think highly of them. Um, but as a viewer and entertaining and stuff, I miss Nene on it, you know, and, um, I mean, I still watch it because you're just loyal like that, but it's, you know, but it's, it's the last couple episodes.
1: You feel, you, you feel the void with No Nini. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, because some of the stuff is just like, you know, I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> it, no, it's, it's, it's different. It's different. Yeah.
0: But I mean, I must still support it, you know.
1: What about, you know, like all the stuff like Portia's doing, like you talk about like the Black Lives Matter, like the platform, Mm -hmm. like that's... And
0: that's in her, I mean, you know, because I think her grandfather, you know, so that's what she knows to do. I mean, I think it's wonderful. I think they're all using their platform and I think they're very smart, savvy businesswomen because you got to use it just like they're using you. You know what I mean? So I think they're smart in that.
1: I'm not sure everyone understands. Like, do you think people go in now that we're like, not even just... Atlanta any of it like you know we're 15 years like did you watch Salt Lake this past season like I don't know if you I didn't watch
0: Salt Lake though I watch I love the New Jersey one I watched um I don't too much watch the New York one
1: uh I you like, like Atlanta New Jersey. New Jersey
0: Atlanta and Potomac
1: well Potomac was I mean we've had Candace on this show like we had Giselle like Potomac this past season was
0: well all season yeah they're always good and uh, Charisse is a good friend of mine Jordan she was one one season Well, I guess she came back as a friend or something. Yeah, so. We love Cherise. Yeah.
1: I mean, do you think people go into it now, like, knowing? Like, if you got hired now, how could you not know after watching for 10, 15 years?
0: You gotta know what's expected of you. You know, in the beginning, we were the first. Like, we didn't know. We, you know, I surely didn't know. But, you know, um, yeah, I think anybody going, even if I were, you know, I would know. (laughs) I know the deal now.
1: That's how I feel. I mean, people claim they don't know. and I mean, you know, it's almost like it was so pure, the first season of Atlanta and all those shows. Because, like, whether you were interesting, not whatever it was, like, it was real. Mm-hmm. Now, as an audience, you can tell when you're like, oh, that person knows what they're doing. And then that's a turnoff, I think, to most people.
0: Yeah.
1: So, you know, like, you guys were, it was real and authentic. Mm-hmm. What about when you watch now, do you look and say, thank God I'm not a part of this? Or are you like, if you got a call tomorrow, would you go back?
0: I mean, I don't know that I have a storyline. Really. I mean, maybe I do, but maybe as a friend, I don't know that I could carry a whole thing. So when I watch it, I don't think like, oh, I'm so glad I'm not a part of it. No, I don't think that at all. I mean, I'm not ashamed of the Housewives brand. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a big fan of it now that I'm not even on it. And I would never say no. I mean, I would never say never, is what I'm saying. But um, you know, I don't know. You know, I mean, I got stuff, but I don't think it would carry a show like that.
1: You never know. Stranger things have happened.
0: Yeah. <laughs> At least
1: you're open to a phone call if the phone for rang. For Sure, for sure. What about you know? It. I agree. I think there is a void without Nini. It's still, like you said, still watch it, still love it. I love Kenya. I love Cynthia. I love them all. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you shocked that Nene's not there?
0: Uh, I don't know that I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. I mean, you know, I'm, I know she's doing what's best for her. So, you know, I mean, am I shocked that they didn't try to, to make it best for her? You know, maybe, you know, because I know she carried the show. Um, But it is what it is. I mean, nothing shocks me, I guess, because it's just a business. <laughs> and business goes I- hey.
1: I agree. Nothing I look shocks at it me. From that
0: point of view. I think maybe everybody don't look at it from a business point of view.
1: I look at it from a business point of view. It's that's what it is. It's that's why see your prime. To, if you ever get another reality gig, like it's kind of like what you said. It's like you use them the same way they're using you, and this. I don't even mean that in a negative way. Not I not mean anything. it like. I
0: mean, because that's life. in life, people. That's, it is what it is, right? You can make it nice and stuff, but you get you're going to use. You might as well be used for what you want to be used for and get something out of it.
1: Right. Cause the day <laughs> that they're done with you, it will be like, please leave. Mm-hmm. So you might as well do whatever side hustle you would like mm-hmm. as a, quickly a, as possible.
0: Make the most of it. Yeah.
1: I think so. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little shocked that Nini's not there and it didn't I'm work sure out. i sure she
0: got some things she's working on. I mean, you know, I'm sure we're going to see her again for sure. So
1: I think you things think Nene. Things happen will...
0: for a reason, you know. Like I said, like we said before, things happen for a reason. We may not like it, we may not agree with the timing of it all, but we just gotta trust the process.
1: You think Nene will be back on our TVs one day? Oh, for sure. Do you? Do you still talk to her?
0: Um, not. I mean, we social media sent messages. Um, I hadn't really seen her or anything.
1: What about you know? Because like I think this is like a fine line. Just me. Look, we're in like a strange, We're in a different time now. Thank God, people feel they can speak up because I mean, all you know, I don't think you would have even felt this way two years ago, you know. But then there's like, oh God, you know. I think very few people would feel they could speak up against a whole network like Nene's doing. Like, are you?
0: That's courage. You know, she's speaking up for what she believes in. She has, you know, she's courageous.
1: And yeah, she,
0: that's why she. Who is? That's why she's who she is because she's not going to mince words and she's not going to play small and she's not going to not say anything when it's not right. And I can do nothing but respect her for that.
1: That makes sense. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm no, I mean, yeah. I mean like, you know, you would think, forget about Bravo whether you'll ever be back on that but you know you would think it could have ramifications you know like she worked for like ryan murphy and glee and like you would just think it could have i'm not and i'm not saying that means you shouldn't speak up i'm just saying people probably wouldn't like most people probably yeah. wouldn't
0: right i mean just like in life a lot of people don't say they they endure a lot and they don't speak up because they don't want to be the first or they don't want to jeopardize this and they don't want to jeopardize that
1: but you think it's just total courage and, like, you're proud of her.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Well, you need to get together with her.
0: <laughs> I would love to get together with d
1: <laughs> When you were at Bravo, I mean, it really was a very brief time. Like, you never experienced anything like, you know, like, racial inequality or anything like that.
0: mm not at all. I mean, we were just there. We were, We didn't know anything to know... What wasn't right. I mean, you know, it's not like we getting, we had a sweet deal, but I mean, that that's, could be, that's because it was new and we were green. So.
1: It's come really far. Yeah, yeah, for sure. What other, not even reality, like, are you a TV person? Like, what are your favorites? Like, what are your binges?
0: I love, um, so I just did the uh, Bridgerton on Netflix. I was, you know, cause I am a hopeless romantic, you know, so I love that. I watch all the show, I watch all the crime shows, I watch all the, you know, I pretty much watch everything, I tape everything, I don't get to watch it. Same here. When I get a chance, then I'm always watching it.
1: Well, Bridgerton, speaking, Shonda Rhimes is just, I mean, do, do we, like, did you watch Scandal? And Of
0: course, all of them, all of them, How do we Get Away with Murder, Grey's Anatomy, all of
1: it. Do you still watch Grey's?
0: Yes. And you that's fair am- that you find somebody to watch it from all the way, because I' I've to the party late.
1: I have never, I was there from the beginning. I would never, Grey's is still like Meredith. I mean, that's the thing about Sean. Meredith Grey is one of the best characters in TV history. Mm-hmm. Olivia Pope is probably the best character ever to exist in the TV history. Yeah. And Annalise Keating, like the fact that these women are so, I mean, racially diverse. Yes. But like so complicated and flawed and just like allowed to be as women. Like Shonda is a genius.
0: But that's like reality, right? Because we're just right. like a complicated mess. We're a beautiful mess. You know, nobody perfect, and people that sit up here trying to be perfect, then they do the ones are break. It is what it is. Like, take me as I am.
1: I would agree with that. <laughs> Do you still, are you still, so let's talk about everything you're currently doing. Like, are you still active in real estate? Like, I know you're a life coach. Let's talk about all that you're doing now, because I know you're working really hard every time I check in with you.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I, um, so yes, I'm still a realtor. So I used to have my own brokerage. In 2014, I, I got with Sotheby's. I'm with Atlanta Fine Homes, Sotheby's International Realty. So I have the global sports and entertainment group there. Um, I can help people in Atlanta or all over because we're a global brand. But then also I have my life coaching practice that I I did that maybe it's been about a year, a little bit over a year. And I only I went, you know, obviously, I'm always helping people unofficially. But I said, well, let me get certified so I can because I'm trying to one of my shows that I'm trying to do is like with me as the life coach and a mentor with some women in the house. And so I was like, well, let me get the tools to add to my tool belt. And that's why I did it. And I was like, I'm not gonna be doing it just to be as a job. I'm just doing it for this show that, right. never, that Greenlit. And so, so I said, might as well do it and get paid, <laughs> you know, do it. And so I love it because I help all kinds of people, but I specialize in helping women, um, you know, like transform adversity, like create a new life. Like, you know, sometimes when we go through something major, we, we go through this negative pattern. So the strategies that took me nearly a decade to master, I helped shorten their learning curve. So I help them like bounce back quicker and create a new, basically I sell confidence and clarity so that they can create a new life and transform their verse and even profit from their pain. They can help other people will turn into purpose is a better way of saying it.
1: <laughs> Do you love being a life coach?
0: I love it. And it's more in line. It's more purpose. You know, it's, it's really my purpose. I think too, you know, like I said, I didn't go through this for myself. I went through help others. So it's, it brings me joy. It, it, inspires me like the women that i'm helping and i help men too but i specialize women um so when they have their breakthroughs i'm inspired by them as well and it just it fills my heart it fills my heart because i can remember i mean to be honest like i thought my life was over (laughs) you know what i'm saying i couldn't imagine a life like without Eric. i really thought my life was over i mean you know clearly it's not over so wow and all of that so i don't I i would never want anybody to feel like that alone and go through that alone so i kind of like hold their hand and guide them all the way through
1: are most people that come to you for your life coach business like is it a lot of like divorce or is it just it's all over the place It's
0: all over the place so i i ironically like any of my current clients now Then none of them are divorced a lot of times it's just people just need clarity you know they want to close the gap from where they are to where they want to be and a lot of times what people when you you know you can have your friends, you can have your loved ones, but it's different when you're paying someone who has an unbiased opinion, because then you're gonna that's gonna force you to show up, and you're gonna do the work. Like I just I can't do it for you, but I give you the, the tools and I give you you know everything you need, but you have to do the work. But I'm gonna hold you accountable. So I'm not the type that's gonna like put the, rip the bandaid off. So, you know I'm gonna like open heart surgery because you're not one you're not paying, and this is what I needed. Like I need somebody to just. Smack the hell out of it get your right. shit. you know what i'm saying and that's what i'm gonna do i'm not gonna tell you what you want to hear i'm gonna tell you what you need to hear because a lot of times when you go to stuff that inner work it's not easy and it's not pretty sometimes that mess is ugly you come out realize and you sometimes you might not even like who you really are but that's okay because then you can work through that and come you know and be better but it's 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 I'll get down in a gutter with you.
1: <laughs> I like that. <laughs> my
0: it. friends had to get in the gutter with me and help pull me out. And that's what I do. And I'm not afraid. And so a lot of times, a lot of my friends, so I have friends and clients, but um, especially, you know, in the high profile, because then, you know, it's the whole extra ask, added aspect of dealing with it in the public arena and keeping focused and all of that. Because you still got to keep it cute and classy. And yes. With, with grace, And that's like, not
1: easy to do <laughs> well isn't it like to your point you know like when you come out the other side I mean it's I mean this is why I think everything happens for a reason because when you come out the other side you're like this has changed me as a person in in a good way it's made me a stronger person that the next time something quote-unquote devastating happens I know it's
0: like yeah or you're building the muscle and so now you just come back in it so i still go through things and i still have triggers but like i snap out of it quicker but you know a lot of people and that's how god get his glory because i mean you know people think they know what all happened to me whatever and so on the surface the surface stuff they know they think like wow how did she do it or whatever and you know so that's i you know i show them how i did it because if i can do it anybody can do it because <laughs> you know and it took me forever because I spend a lot of time just, like, not wanting to face my reality and just kind of, like, numbing my pain, you know, not wanting to, like, deal with it or do the work. That's why I right. took me all that years. But I don't have to take the next person all that years.
1: Well, because, like, let's face it, it's easier just to numb the pain, right, than, f- yeah. than actually feel it.
0: Yeah, I'm like, I don't want to play. No, I don't want to play life right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Hello.
1: <laughs> I, listen, I get it. I get it. Yeah. What about, you know, were you... You just one day. I mean, look, it happens to all of us. But like, how did you get through it? You just one day, you woke up and you're like, "It's just today's the day." I mean, like, that really is kind of how it happens.
0: But yep. that everybody it. hit everybody's rock bottom is different. So like, even if you have a friend that's going through something, because people can tell you things, talk to you till you're blue in your face. But until that person's ready to receive it, they're not going to do anything. You know, so everybody's rock bottom is different. When you hit your rock bottom, eventually you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. I got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I'm like, look, something has to change. Let me do the work. And then I just went through the process. And it's just, it's, you know, it legit took me like, at least, I wouldn't say to maybe about eight years is when I started like.
1: Wow. It.
0: Yeah. Like really making, pro- cause you know, you go from barely surviving to surviving, but then to get to thriving, like that's a whole nother thing. And that takes time. forever, that- but it took me forever.
1: Wow. Yeah. That's, I didn't realize it took that long.
0: <laughs> it's a lot of crap you go through.
1: No, I, yeah. I mean,
0: and. You know, and, when your whole world changes, you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot of stuff.
1: And like when you never think it would change and you just, and isn't it how now you look back? I mean, and I know hindsight's twenty, 20 I've been there. You're just like, oh my God what? Like, how did that take what? How did that take so long? You know, it's easy to say now. But so that probably makes you a good life coach.
0: Right? Exactly. I mean, it was just a matter. And I'm not the only person I mean, people don't want to have to deal with their stuff until they have to deal with it. Or until it's too late, you know, so you don't want to get to that point. And you just got to push through because you can't bypass the process for progress. Only way to get to the other side is to go through it. And the longer you put it off, the longer it's gonna take you to get through it.
1: I agree. Three more quick questions and then I'll let you go because I know you're busy. Well, first of all, I was going to say as a life coach, not to bring it back to the housewives, but because of what Nini's going through, that's another reason like maybe you could add value of help. You know, it's still, I mean, does any part of you, because this is chatter online, does any part of you not believe her? Because there is chatter online that she's doing this, like she's disgruntled because she didn't get money. And
0: I don't think I believe her. I mean, I believe her. I don't think I mean, she doesn't have to like she's she doesn't have to like come up with stuff to be relevant or anything. She's already relevant. She don't have to do this for publicity. She don't have to do this to get money. I mean, I'm sure she can get money. You know what I'm saying? So there's no reason. I mean, but so I, I feel that way anyways, because that's how I think. I mean, I get it. I'm from that word. Like I know that people that I mean, maybe some people have to do all that stuff to get a check and to get you know, all that, but not everybody have to do all that. So I don't, I'm sure she's not just doing that just to be doing, she could be doing a whole bunch of other stuff. It would be way easier.
1: That's true. And right. Like, I mean, I always tell people this, like you don't need to stay on the show for fame. Like NeNe could never be on TV for another one second in her life. Your name.
0: When you think Housewives of Leonard, you always going to think
1: NeNe. 100%. What about, so real estate, I just want to ask one question because now you're at Sotheby's. You said you're in the entertainment and sports.
0: I have the global sports entertainment group. I help all kinds. I help everyone. Let me just say that. <laughs> but um, just because, you know, when Eric and I, uh, we moved around a lot and he just focused on yeah. that, So I, I, I mixed lifestyle management with luxury real estate. So I not only help you get the house, but I can help you staff it, coordinate the moves. I can kind of like an air traffic controller. Like I can be the liaison between you, the principal and all the contractors. I and love that. the to me is that they, most of the people, you know, they know, like, and trust me. They know I understand. I, you know, they know I get it and they know I'm a, you know, represent them well because they know I have a high level of, of excellent and standard that I expect for myself that I would still do for them too.
1: And like you said, you've moved around a lot when you were with Eric, so.
0: Yeah. And this is what, so basically I just took a skill set and turned it into a strategy of service.
1: Do you watch any of the real estate reality shows like Selling Sunset?
0: Yeah. I mean, I like Million Dollar Listing the best. Some so of them good. I'm, yeah. Because it's not, you know, all of them anyways are edit That's not like how it goes.
1: Right. You don't close a deal in 30 seconds where yeah. someone's like, If you moved to New York, who would you use as your, would you call Frederick, Frederick. Ryan? All of them. I mean, Ryan, I like
0: Frederick. I like all of them. I would probably call Frederick
1: first. What about LA? Would you call Josh Altman, Josh Flagg? I like them both. I
0: don't know. I love them both.
1: And here's my final question. When you, being a life coach, being in real estate, do you have people that reach out, you know, truly needing to buy a house, truly needing help in life coaching, they're like, wait a second, is that you? Are, is this Real Housewives of Atlanta, Deshaun? Like, does that happen, or no?
0: Yeah, I mean, sometimes it comes from that, and then they reach out to me, and other times, I guess they they figure it out. Sometimes, I guess my voice, or they, they see me, or whatever. Well, usually when they see the name, too. So, usually they know. Sometimes they don't know. So, I don't ever assume anything. Like, people are like, yeah. you, know, you look familiar, and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I get it. I'll be like, oh, you know me from here, but... um. Do you no, ever no
1: do you ever have people reach out where you're like you're not going to hire me you're not serious you just want to you know they're still fangirling from all those years ago this um, is again where where my mind goes
0: no no i mean some people you know but it's like so it's a qualifying process anyways before you even get to me so if they went through that part then i know there's you know at least they have a desire to be helped so i can kind of do it like that, that. but i have a lot of free groups and stuff free private Facebook groups and stuff where people come in and I'm still helping them, you know, but ask me anything, you know, so they could still reach out to me like that. They don't have to like act like they're getting life coaching.
1: I love it. Before we go, anything you want to cover? I had, thank you for answering all my questions from the past.
0: No problem. This is fun. If you
1: ever come back on, I promise we do not need to speak about anything from the past again. I've got my Atlanta questions out of the way.
0: It It was painless. It was, it was, it was, it was perfect. Um, no, I, I do have a free gift. So for anybody, I think it's free gift from com. free gift. So that's a, uh, I have a five, uh, it's a five steps to bouncing back when life hits you hard. So it's a video series. It's free, hundred percent free. So they can go free gift from com and sign up to get free access to that five day video thing. And, um, I- and tons of other freebies, but they can start there.
1: Who doesn't want a free gift? And yeah. I'm all about life coaching and just, I'm a huge proponent of it.
0: Yeah, it's about, cause you know, it's not about stuff, you know, difference between therapy and coaching. Coaching is about where you are and where you want to go. And let me help you get there. Some people do need therapy. I probably should be in therapy right now, actually too, because there's some stuff from the past that you just, you know, so that's a different thing. I'm not a therapist, but I am a life coach. I'll take you where you are and where you want to be. I help give you clarity and I help get you there or I hold you accountable to get there. You have to do the work.
1: I love it. So where else can everyone find you online? If someone well, wants they to reach can find
0: out. Me, um, I'm on social media, all platforms, Deshaun Snow, at Deshaun Snow. I, my coaching is at Deshaun Snow Coaching. My real estate is at Deshaun Snow Group or Deshaun Snow Group. Just look up Deshaun Snow. They'll all come up.
1: And they're all linked through your Instagram too.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. On that I link. think so. Yeah, DeshaunSnow, DeshaunSnow.com, DeshaunSnowCoaching.com.
1: Well, if any, if I ever need a life coach or I ever move, both of which are very possible, I, I will be reaching out to you.
0: I mean, I'd be happy to help. I help people, and it, the coaching is virtual, so I have clients all over the country. I mean, even some clients out of the country, so it's, I do it on, via Zoom.
1: I love it, especially now with the world the mm-hmm. way it is. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you coming on.
0: Thank you for taking you your
1: time. You know, I'm gl- I'm glad you thought it was painless and fun. So
0: yeah, it was. Yeah, you know, I'm like I said, I have no regrets. I don't feel no type of way about nothing. You know, when I you love it. so much stuff. Who who's sitting up there thinking about it cause somebody didn't want you? Like I'm, it's okay.
1: <laughs> I listen. I am the same exact way. You would be surprised. I speak to lots of people that are holding on to things, but I agree. It's like it's not going to accomplish anything. So right. I'm glad that your eight years is over and you're on the other side of it. Oh,
0: for sure. Me too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And keep in touch if you ever need anything.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thank you. I'll keep
1: you posted on this. Everyone, Deshaun Snow, follow her and we will speak later.
0: Okay, bye. Thank you.
1: Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear...